Thank you for listening to the For the Campus podcast, where we have conversations about Christian faithfulness and the college campus. To learn more about City Church Tallahassee and our college ministry, Salt Company, head to citychurchtallahassee.com and follow us on Instagram at citychurchsalt. All right, what's up, City Church Salt Company? This is Jacob Baldry. I serve on staff uh, with Salt Company as a resident. Um, and today I have joining me one of my good friends, Kevin. Um, Kevin's a former student leader, um, now going into the mission field. And as we're kind of in this series called Let's Go at City Church Salt Company, talking about um, how do we connect, equip, and send people, we just want to have some people on this podcast who we see who are in our ministry and who are doing a really good job about being about those core values. And so today um, I'm going to be interviewing Kevin and getting some of his insight. Are you excited to be here? Yes, of course. Uh, my first time being in a podcast. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feels weird, but it's exciting. Huh? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, awesome, dude. I'm going to um, jump in and I'm just going to have you start with kind of telling us about your story, how you got connected to City Church, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I've been a Christian for four years now, uh, became a Christian my freshman year in college, uh, grew in a very nominal Catholic household, uh, moved to the United States. When I was five, my mom became a Christian, uh, started having that influence on my life, on my sister's life, on my just family uh, in general. On my uh, Yeah, and so I guess that growing up, uh, went to church, started hearing uh, the good news of Christ, but I just wanted nothing to do with it. So uh, from a very early uh, age, uh, just completely just wanted to live for myself, was very rebellious. And sadly, I got introduced to just the wrong crowd, uh, started using drugs at a very early age. And um, yeah, that just led to a very dark uh, road. And uh, yeah, so started going to uh, college, Florida State, uh, in 2018, and God in His grace opened my eyes uh, to the gospel. I experienced some crazy paranormal stuff, and uh, yeah, led me to the Lord uh, to truly surrender my life to Him and to see the beauty of, of, of His salvation, of that redemptive story that we have in, in Him. So yeah, I uh, got connected to City Church shortly after. Uh, by some some friends that I met through uh, parachurch ministry at, at Florida State, the Navigators, and yeah, they just uh, pushed me and, and encouraged me to start joining and, and, and getting plugged in to the, the the ministry, the college ministry, and yeah, the rest is history. Um, I've been here since, and it's been it's been a joy. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Love hearing it. Um, I'd love for you to talk about like maybe just kind of your experience with considering missions i feel like as long as i've known you you've always been like pretty confident that the lord's calling you to this so can you kind of like just talk about you know how did that happen like was that something like you know when you were saved you're like i'm going into the mission field or was that like a process like what did that look like for you for sure so like i mentioned before i was part of the navigators at that parachurch ministry on campus um and it was uh i think it was on a wednesday that we met and the um, the whole service uh, or the sermon was on just missions. It was on sending people and just how Christianity is a very um, evangelistic religion where we want to proclaim the good news. And so they played this song called uh, Tears of the Saints. And then John Piper spoke uh, in this video. And it wow. was just like, 
I felt like just this, like it was literally the Holy Spirit moving in me. Just like I, I, I knew from that that moment on that I had to do this. I saw the need, um, and I couldn't think of anything else. Like I was broken after that video, and I. It's funny because I looked around me and people were just kind of just chilling, and I'm like crying. I was just like, what? <laughs> like, is this just me? I don't know. Um, and so yeah, from that moment on, I I knew this was something that I I really wanted to do, and I truly felt called. Uh, to do this, um, to do this, yeah, to do missions, and uh, again, when I got plugged into City uh, at one event, um, the IMB had a stand, and I just walked up to them, and they told me about the journeyman program, and just learned uh, about it, and quickly signed up, I was like, let's see what, what happens, and yeah, I started the application process, and it's been, it, it lasted like a year and a half-ish, yeah, it's very intensive, but uh, here I am now. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's really exciting. Being a part of like the SALT network, like we have a obviously a really strong desire to see people go out. And oftentimes we're pointing people to go be a part of other church plants in college cities. Um, of course, we want some people to stay here and be missional in Tallahassee. But um, it's really cool to see students like you who are excited about God's word and want to see the nations reach as well. Um, and that's one thing that the salt network is growing in as well, but it's really cool for you to kind of, you know, be one of the first, not the first, but one of the first in the in city churches college ministry that kind of gets to go out and kind of just lead that charge experientially. So that's awesome. Um, I'd love, a lot of people might not know what the IMB is. We kind of throw that, um, name around a lot. So I would love for you just to maybe talk about who is the IMB and, and maybe why you chose to do um you're serving through them for sure um so the imb stands for the international mission board they're under the southern baptist convention uh the city church is under that convention and so it just it worked out perfectly that uh by me being a member uh i got quickly plugged in with the imb and and started learning just like what they truly believed and uh what their mission and, and core values were uh and their vision and immediately i knew this was just super biblical i mean just from foundational like matthew 28 19 to 20 right the great commission that's their main focus right just um uh yeah the vision being uh seeing and just a multiple a multitude of people languages and cultures in heaven uh worshiping the lord jesus christ and from that moment on when i when i saw how again christ-centered it was i knew this was something that i want to be a part of uh that organization yeah so that's awesome mm-hmm uh, so yeah, uh, some of the, like, just to give a little background on, uh, I, the IMB, um, the IMB partners with churches and it pretty much empowers, uh, missionary teams, uh, to evangelize, uh, to disciple, to plant churches and to, again, multiply these healthy churches, uh, by training leaders, uh, among unreached people groups. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The IMB is really cool. I think for that reason, like, Oftentimes here at City Church, we talk about being part of the SBC, the Southern Baptist Convention, and the biggest reason for that is because we feel like we can do more a part of something something larger than just being a solo church. And I mean, yeah. that's why we're part of the SALT Network as well. Um, so one of the big reasons and big things that we do as a church is to funnel money to the IMB so that people like Kevin can go out, be a missionary, and they don't have to worry about fundraising. They don't have to worry about where their money's coming from. Like we as a church network can support 
people like Kevin who want to go take the word to the nations, which is really, really exciting. Um, is there anything else you would add there about the IMB? Yeah, I mean, they, they focus on six uh, components of the missionary task. Uh, the first would be the entry. So it's finding the people, building rapport, and then, you know, obviously getting to them, developing uh, an ability to communicate with them with their language, uh, dialect. And then once the relationship is there, we would focus on evangelism. So it's truly, you know, sharing the gospel in a way that they can uh, understand it and, and truly take it to heart and, and believe it. Uh, and after that, you know, discipleship. Um, and after discipleship, it would be uh, creating a healthy church. And uh, that looks like training leaders, right? So they can be able to properly um have and keep the church uh in a very sound and um secure manner so they're yeah so well-trained yeah. uh leaders and then afterwards uh to maintain partnership with the church leaders and exit so that they can uh truly uh be be able to rely on on, on under the, the, the church members in those churches to be able to uh, rely on their leaders and, and not necessarily the missionaries um because as a, as a missionary, we should also just be focusing on, on, on training and, and exiting uh, in a well-mannered way. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. exciting. And yeah, like what you said just there, like the goal of sending missionaries is not for them to go take the word and then to stay there for mm -hmm. the rest of their lives. I mean, sometimes that happens. We look at some missionaries in uh, recent church history who have done amazing work for the gospel in different places who have gone and and live really long times, but the goal is to create established churches, established local churches, um, who are, you know, supported by local elders and local pastors. And, um, the cool thing about being a missionary, I think is that you get to go help begin that in new places, you know, and that's yeah. really exciting. And just for safety reasons, we can't talk about necessarily where Kevin's going, um, when he's leaving all that kind of stuff. Um, there's a couple of perimeters around that, but, um, it's still, it's still exciting to, to get to talk about it a little bit. So I'd love for you to, just, uh, as you're kind of right now in a season of preparing before you're going into the mission field. Um, and from the sounds of it, it you know, it's, it's different lengths of time that it is for other missionaries, but as you're kind of preparing right now, um, how have you seen people come beside you and support you as you're about to begin this process? Yeah, ultimately prayer, uh, asking me what I need, um, just prayer about, yeah, like asking me, you know, how, how I've been, how if I've been uh, truly seeking the Lord during the whole process and, and truly hearing his His voice. Um, and, and that's essential, just that accountability. And just, again, just knowing that people are encouraging me and, and really, um, yeah, just encouraging me and motivating me to keep pursuing what I'm pursuing. Uh, the call that a God has for my life. So that's been, that's been great. That's been beautiful. Um, again, financial support, like you mentioned, they, IMB fully finances uh, everything, fully funds everything. And so that's been uh, just a relief. I don't have to focus on that, where I could just focus on truly uh, preparing myself, uh, learning the language and uh, the culture. And, and, and yeah, so preparing myself for that and not necessarily having this uh, financial burden on my back. Uh, so that's been nice uh but yeah huge. <laughs> yeah for real uh so again yeah just people praying for me encouraging me that's been that's been the best it's been beautiful being in in in, in that in that side of, and seeing that side of the church um 
just yeah it, it's been nice that's awesome that's exciting i mean that's what church community is for exactly for that that they build one up in prayer build one up in you know bearing each other's burdens as yeah. you know you're preparing for this so um i'm excited that our ministry gets to kind of be a part of that with you which is yes. really neat um one other thing i would love for us to talk about is that Kevin is 100% one of the most gifted evangelists in our, in our ministry that we've ever had. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that Kevin really, really knows how to talk to people in a really convincing way. Um, and you know, it's really, it's really cool to see. And so, um, the cool thing about Kevin is that not only has he had a desire to go onto the mission field overseas, but while you've been here as a college student, you've lived very missionally. Um, and so I would love for you maybe just to talk about some points or some advice or maybe just like from your heart, like, like what are some encouragement you can give to college students right now who are wanting to be missional in their classrooms, at their works, in their dorm, on Landis Green? Like what, what would you kind of tell them? Yeah, for sure. And, and thank you for saying that. That, that means a lot. <laughs> um, honestly, I think first and foremost, it's abiding in Christ. It's running to his word and in prayer, really having that intentional time with him. Because when you get into that, you know, time with him, you'll you'll start to love the things that he loves. You'll start to hate the things that he hates, right? Your own sin. And um, you'll want to pursue uh, living a, a missional life because that's what Jesus did, right? Uh, right. Sought, sought people, shared the good news. And, and he calls us to do that. So obviously it'd be a first obedience obedience to Christ, uh, the Great Commission, right, which um, I mentioned previously, but also um, just the, the core message of the gospel, there's a sense of urgency, right, we know that we're, we're just a mist, where, you know, our life here on earth is is so, so short, and so let's live eternity, like for in eternity, like in, with an eternal mindset, Absolutely. Um, and I think that uh, we need to remind ourselves more and encourage each other more um based off of that fact that yeah people are dying and they're not hearing the news and what are we doing we have the news we have the good news let's share it and let's proclaim it let's be bold unashamed it is the power of god for salvation and it's my duty just to obey and and just to share it and i know that's why we need uh, a lot of uh people besides us beside us uh pushing us towards that and encouraging us uh for that and and yeah i mean this isn't done alone like you have to find community of people who are like-minded and who want to be obedient um so yeah i say abiding in christ obedience and just truly asking god to um love the things that he loves and and he loves people he he wants he he wants to save people more than more than we do so it's ask it's actually like telling him and, and asking for him to to change our hearts and our desires and yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome i think too like about like um you know we talk a lot about spiritual gifts and what that looks like and you know the bible talks about like the gift of evangelism and oftentimes that can be like equated to like oh like kevin's really good at evangelism so he's the person that should do that I'm not so good at it. So I probably not going to do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of the wrong attitude. I, mm-hmm. I love what you're saying. Like it is, it is a part of the Christian life yeah. to be an evangelist and to live missionally where you are. And it's super hard to do it. If you, if you never done it before, mm-hmm. I remember my first time, like actually like going and talking to strangers about the gospel was when I was a college student and I went on our uh, new Orleans mission trip, mm-hmm. which we do every um, spring during spring break. I think I was like a junior 
And I just, I've never had the experience of just like going to talk to a stranger about the gospel. And yeah. while we're there, we're like knocking on doors in a city that I've never been in, inviting people to our church partners, Easter service, and then trying to share the gospel with them. And it was just exciting. It, it was is, like, yeah. I was super nervous to go into it. Um, cause I've never done something like that before, but once you did it, it was like, this is possible. I can do this. And I remember we came back from that trip. We were there three days and we were all just so excited about it that we were like, let's, why can't we do this in our own city? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, why can't I go knock on, um, an apartment complex doors and like invite people to our, our church's user service and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, I think like a lot of it is just taking the step in faith, grabbing a friend and saying, Hey, let's go walk around Landis, you know, let's go walk around FAMU and, um, you know, invite some friends to church, share the gospel with them. And I think you, you, while being a student leader have led in a, in a really cool way of doing that. Have you ever had like a weird experience sharing the gospel? Well, I've had many, uh, I think one that comes to mind, uh, I think it's one of the strangest ones, uh, it was on Landis yeah. and it was, um, he was a Hare Krishna a follower and he would just like sit on landis and kind of just drum away and just hum and so oh i would gosh. approach him you know, yeah yeah i would <laughs> i would uh, i would approach him and just like talk to him just be nice uh, obviously and um just get to know him a little bit and yeah i don't know he was very hostile especially uh towards uh when, when he found out that i was a christian and I'm just like, I haven't even shared anything. And, and then like he, you know, we kept talking, getting to know what he truly believed. And when I got to the point of sharing the gospel, like he just immediately just cut me off. And just like, I, I kid you not, like he, his eyes were extremely just, I don't know, like they just, they were locked into my eyes. He was not blinking <laughs> and he just stared at me. And, and he just started, he took his drum and just started just doom, 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 and started humming. He's like, oh, and like, I'm just like, what What's in the world? Right yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And, and like, I'm like, all right, have a, have a nice day. And I'm like, as I'm walking away, I just, you know, turn around and he's still humming and drumming and just like still like locked in on me. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. So who knows if that was a, oh there's any spiritual thing going on yeah. there. But uh, that was kind of like one of the weirdest things. And I've had people say stuff to me, obviously, like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this or whatever. Yeah. whatever. But I mean, if we are comparing this versus somewhere else, you know, in the world, like this is nothing. Yeah. There are Christians who are getting murdered and murdered. Right. Uh, so this is, I mean, it still stinks, you yeah. know, like getting called names and stuff like that. But definitely not. It's, it's um, yeah. crazy because like go, you, you're you're just gonna run into some weird situations, especially if you're just going and talking to random people. But mm-hmm. a great way to start just evangelizing is like building great relationships with people mm-hmm. who don't know the Lord. Agreed. Like, we encourage our students all the time, like you know, make meaningful friendships with the person in your dorm. Make meaningful friendships with the people who are in your classes, and, and like that's in my opinion the easier way to start like sharing the gospel is like you already have an established relationship with somebody and established trust with them. And then for me, that's, that's been helpful for just like building up the confidence to go, you know, walk around land the screen and encounter the guy, (laughs) you know what I mean? So, um, agreed. I remember too, like last year when we went to salt conference, we drove 22 hours and two buses, you know, up, up, up to a state. None of us have been to before, (laughs) Um, but Kevin was on my bus and our bus driver spoke Spanish. The cool thing about Kevin is his first language, first language. Yes. Yeah. His first language is Spanish. And so I, 
Kevin, I don't know. It was like two hours. It had to be in. Like, it felt like two hours. Like, you were just <laughs> up there talking to this guy, chatting away, building a relationship. And then, like, suddenly you pull out your Bible and you're, like, sharing the gospel with him. And I was like, dude, this is what it means to be, like, living missional. Like, right now we're all complaining that we're on a bus for 24 <laughs> hours. And Kevin's up here, like, sharing the gospel with our bus driver. It's just, it's just really cool. It's really crazy. That's, like, you know, ex- that's what I want our student leaders to do. You know mm. what I mean? It's just, like, look for those opportunities. So thanks for doing that, dude. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate having you on. And um, we're excited about this series, excited about, you know, seeing you go to the mission field. Um, we hope that everybody would, you know, be encouraged by this and be praying for Kevin, um, as he heads out here soon. Um, if you guys want to find out more information just about like the IMB, go to their website, imb.org. Um, they have a ton of information and we would love to help you guys just kind of talk through what it would look like for you. Maybe one day to be on the mission field. Um, also check out our website, city church salt, um, learn more about like the salt network and church planning. But, um, you know thanks again kevin for being on we're we're excited for you praying for you and everybody else we will see you guys next week